the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. There was a time in our country where it was very common that most every adult male you met had served in the military. That has not been the case since we went to the all-volunteer draft. But we all now get to be soldiers in the skirmish battle war between Russia and Ukraine every time we pull out our wallet at the gas pump. And you could also look at yourself as a soldier here at home where there's virtually no part of the city of Columbus that is safe anymore. If you're a teenager or from teenagers. And, of course, our schools are not safe for our kids. Our public schools, at least. We discuss all today on a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm glad to have you with me. Uh, Vladimir Putin has uh, done what a lot of people thought he would do. And I'm stuck to know how I should process the information that I'm getting from official sources in Washington. To not believe everything the Biden administration says about what Vladimir Putin and Russian troops are doing in Ukraine is to be sympathetic in the eyes of those who articulate Biden's position to what Putin is doing. It's not that I'm sympathetic at all to what Putin is doing, taking part of a sovereign country and claiming that, well, it's really part of Russia. He's trying to put the old Soviet Union back together again. And just because I'm going to say what I'm going to say doesn't mean that I'm in favor of that. But I wouldn't put it past him being able to do it on the watch of this administration. The people in charge, Jake Sullivan, Ned Price, Susan Rice, on and on and on, are all Obama people. And... Putin showed when he annexed Crimea during Obama's presidency that he doesn't fear America with a Democratic president in office. It's very hard for the left to run from the fact, the fact, that Putin has been aggressive during Obama's reign and he has been aggressive during Biden's reign. But he did nothing during Trump's reign. Now the left would have you believe that that's because Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin are buddies and you typically don't dirty double-cross your buddies. But we are now gaining every time John Durham files something in court clarity that the whole Putin-Trump relationship was fabricated by Hillary Clinton and her ilk. We get to be soldiers in this battle for Ukraine because our gas prices are already skyrocketing and they're going to go higher. 
Uh, That is probably the only thing Joe Biden's ever said that I actually believe. I don't believe our withdrawal from Afghanistan was an extraordinary success. I don't believe he's not going to raise taxes on people making less than $400,000 a year because I've already said every time I fill up my car, I pay a $20 tax. Every time we fill up our truck, I pay a $30 tax. And every time we fill up our van, I pay a $30 tax. And I pay this tax over and over and over and over again. And so do you. So I don't believe him on that. I don't believe him on the southern border. I don't believe that a man can be a woman just by saying they're a woman. And I don't believe that climate change or white supremacy are existential threats. And I certainly don't believe January the 6th was the greatest threat to our democracy since the Civil War. All those things Joe Biden has said, I don't believe a word of them. So why would I believe him on what he says Vladimir Putin is doing? I don't like feeling like if I have to forecast the future in my mind as to which superpower will outfox the other, I feel better about Putin's chances of winning that stare down than I do ours because we are all seeing Putin get what he wants, not just with land in Ukraine, but with oil approaching $100 a barrel. Biden said yesterday, get used to it. That we are going to have to bear a cost at home for what is going on in Ukraine. Defending freedom will have costs for us. Here at home, we need to be honest about that. (laughs) Well, I mean, I applaud, you know, a year plus into office, you finally decide to take the honest option. Not one you've really exercised too much. I'm going to take robust action. I don't think anything you do is robust other than your stupidity. And make sure the pain of our sanctions is targeted at the Russian economy, not ours. Well, I'm filling up this afternoon, Joe. Can I expect to pay $2.60 a gallon? If not, I'm going to feel it again this afternoon. And this is the scariest part. His plan is disastrous. Do you know how we're going to mitigate against gas going higher and higher and higher? No, not no, stop it. Stop it. I know that's a good answer. Restart the Keystone XL pipeline. Reissue drilling and fracking on federal lands. Tell the refineries that yes, you can or tell the oil companies. Yes, you can build refineries. We're not going to overburden you with regular... I I applaud your savvy understanding of the energy issues. But that's not what he's going to do. He's going to go beg Iran to release more oil. We are asking the worst people in the world for doing terrorism around the world. To do us a favor. You think they'll want anything back for that? Like, oh, I don't know, maybe the ability to make nuclear weapons so they can accomplish their stated goal of eradicating Israel from the earth? Think I'm making this up? Here's the Biden quote. We're executing a plan in coordination with major oil-producing consumers and producers, ding, ding, Iran, toward a collective investment to secure stability and global energy supplies. He's already begged OPEC one time to make more oil. He's going to do it again. He's going to do it again. 
because the mantra of the Biden administration is anything Trump did must be undone. Trump got rid of the Iran nuclear deal. Well, we must reinstate that. Trump got rid of the climate accord. We must reinstate that. Trump had to remain in Mexico policy. We must get rid of that. And Trump kept Putin in check, so let's just let Putin run amok. Even now, after he stumbled out there more than an hour late yesterday, I win. I had an hour as the over on his eventual arrival at the podium. Even now, the Washington Post, which is so far in the bag for Joe Biden that it can't be rescued. The Washington Post says even now Joe Biden has not assessed the most severe sanctions that he hinted he would apply to Russia. So we are holding back. and, And why were we holding back? Why would I be surprised we're holding back? Wasn't it just, what, a month ago when Biden came out and said, well, it depends if it's a minor incursion or a major incursion. A minor incursion? You know. So, oh, he's going to take just two little pieces of Ukraine. That's a minor incursion. No biggie. Man, oh, man. Everything. Somebody said it a long time ago. I believe it was Obama. Never underestimate Joe's ability to, I'll clean it up, screw everything up. No. Indeed not. What are we paying for gas in Columbus? Where is it headed? I'll have some details on that next on The Bruce Woolley Show. Bruce Woolley Show on The Answer. You can get a hold of us via email, bruce at 989theanswer.com. Our number, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. I have some educational issues to talk about today in our ongoing fight against uh, the effort to take our kids away from us. Gas prices are heading up. National average is up 21 cents from a month ago, 89 cents from a year ago. Average price in Ohio, 333. We're below the national average. My uh, in-laws in Arizona are paying over $4 a gallon. AAA concurs with Gas Buddy, 333 the average price, and it's all because Uh, Joe Biden is uh, inept on energy. I I do think we should allow for the possibility that, and I really do think this is true, we always look at failed policies by Democratic administrations, and we think, why why don't they get it that producing our own energy will keep our energy costs low? Why don't they get it that excessive regulations burden businesses? Why don't they get it that... Not enforcing our borders introduces chaos and anarchy for our citizenry. Drugs into our inner cities, which definitely contributes to the quality of life in Columbus and other major cities, diminishing severely from what it was 10 years ago. Why don't they get that? What if they do get it? And not that they don't care. They actually think The cost is worth it. Like, we know they're crazy green energy goofballs. If they drive gas up five, six dollars a gallon, then they will force upon us the 
lack of mobility and economic hardship that makes us easier to manage either by keeping us from getting together or or by coming to our rescue with a government program. I was having this conversation with a friend of mine yesterday talking about how we get enslaved to these government programs and the checks that arrive in the mail because you have kids under 18 and they're giving you a check for, I forget what it was, $250 a kid per month. And you feel like a sap not taking it because other people you know who've never worked and don't pay taxes are taking it. But you know that taking it is what they want you to do, and you don't like that part of the equation either. So I think we should allow for the possibility that these policies are always a chance done because the toll that they exact is a toll that they like, a toll that eventually they believe will lead them to a conclusion that they want. I don't think they care at all. I don't think they care at all about crime in the inner city. If they did, they could stop it or they could severely reduce it. They talk all the way around it without doing anything about it. They don't mind that the 161 corridor over by I-71 has gone from a place where young people, 20-somethings, used to congregate. That used to be the hot spot. And I know things change. I know Easton wasn't here then, and I get it. But it doesn't mean that just because Easton becomes a hot area that 161 and 71 has to become Fort Apache. Guy coming out of Roosters, shot, murdered. Columbus police, by the way, have uh, released security footage of that shooting. And it could have been worse. As 18-year-old Marshawn Davis was exiting the restaurant, he was executed, assassinated by somebody who just walked up, boom, can't see the shooter's face. They'll never catch the guy. You and I both know they'll never catch the guy. Not because Columbus police are inept. Just because he vanishes into the ether. Probably had a car waiting, boom, in the car, gone. Unless somebody talks, they're not going to find him. They're not going to find the guy who shot the guy Drinking coffee in broad daylight at Target at Easton. So the obvious takeaway that we all had initially has been confirmed by Columbus Police. Deputy Chief Tim Becker said yesterday, the shooter targeted our victim. We have no doubt about that. This is not a dispute or an argument that turned into a shooting. This is somebody coming to a location, found him in the breezeway, shot him, and murdered him. Yeah, and there was a little kid behind him. As Marshawn Davis was trying to exit the restaurant, the little kid could have been shot. Thankfully, he was not. Last night, 845, 5805 Satinwood Drive, North Columbus. 15-year-old juvenile shot in the head, taken to Riverside. Critical condition. On the night Marshawn Davis was shot, murdered, a 17-year-old turned himself in for shooting and killing another guy. Circumstances of the incident imply either something drug-related. They had a, they met in a car, a dispute broke out, and one guy got murdered. So that's most likely drug-related. But boy, those illegal guns. Andy Ginther's going to get rid of those illegal guns. He's going to get his 
fake faith pastors together, and he's going to get his community activists together. He's not going to involve police in that at all. But those illegal guns that are walking into Columbus on their own, not with any help from gang members, don't you worry. Andy's on top of it. Andy is on top of it. Now, what about the Biden administration? Are they on top of gas prices? Of course not. The question was asked yesterday at the White House of uh, Jen Psaki. Here is what she said. Oil prices are nearing $100 a barrel. It's a milestone that hasn't reached since 2014. What steps is the administration taking at this point to deal with high oil prices? I haven't been talking to allies about a coordinated global release of oil. We have been in touch with allies and partners, suppliers uh, out there uh, on the global stage for weeks now uh, in preparation for uh, a range of impacts of, uh, you know, in anticipation of an invasion or actually an impact of an invasion, both for natural gas and oil uh, prices on the market. Uh, We will continue those engagements, of course. Uh, As I've said, and I said yesterday, uh, for the president, all options remain on the table. As you know, in the past or recent months, he tapped the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, 50 million barrels. Those have been released over the course, uh, or 40 million of them, I think, to date, have been released over the course of time. We also remain, of course, engaged with Congress and uh, and uh, countries around the world about how to meet the demands out there. Now, don't you feel better? They are continuing their engagements. This is like the longest engagement in history. We're talking to our allies, and we're 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 engaging. Yay! Whoop de doo. Reinstate the Peacestone Pipeline. Reinstate drilling fracking on net, on federal lands. No. No. Not going to do that. Look around. Just look busy. That's basically the order on this. Just look busy. Now, the guys who bear a serious cost for this, of course, are America's truckers. Diesel is at $4 a gallon. It will go higher. And taking a page from our Friends to the north in Canada, the truckers of America, are organizing and putting together their own convoy designed to reach Washington, D.C. on March the 1st, which is the day that Joe Biden is scheduled to give his State of the Union address. Oh, that'll be a fun exercise in propaganda. Joe Biden's standing up front telling us how he's done more in the first year as president than any president in history. Well, that's that's kind of true. Although not by his grading scale. He's saying he's done more good things, more great things. American Rescue Plan. Infrastructure bill. Hmm. He'll leave the border out. He'll leave the gas prices out. He'll leave Afghanistan out. No, he might not leave Afghanistan out. He might tell us what a great job he did in Afghanistan. Again, as if him saying it makes it true. He could speak it into existence. Oh, my. So... The trucker convoy is headed for Washington, D.C. We know how they've handled it in Canada. Of course, we have rights, privileges, and protections here that they don't have in Canada. So will it be met in Washington with the same degree of law enforcement resistance? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.